Hey, 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 everyone. I feel like it's been a long time since I've been, <laughs> been on here. So welcome, welcome, welcome to Emotion Monday. <clears throat> I am excited. Like I said, it's been, it just seemed like I haven't been on here in a while, but I am so excited to uh, get into this subject, uh, the pain of disappointment. But before I get into the subject, I have to put out my disclaimers. Um, again, like I said, welcome to Emotion Monday. Emotion is uh, a play on words. E is electronic. I said it wrong last time. I said E is for emotion. <laughs> emotion Monday for E is electronic. Motion is movement. So pretty much um, God has given me this. He's given me this assignment as far as, um, you know, speaking to you guys, dealing with issues, dealing with the elephant in the room, which I am so excited and I'm not going to announce it yet. I do have a huge elephant to address in the room on in December. So I can't wait to I'm going to have a guest. I'm going to have guests. <laughs> plural. I'm going to have guests on in December and you don't want to miss this. You know, it's a, it's a huge elephant we're going to address in the room. And um, so basically I got off track. Emotion Monday is what God has given me, the assignment he has given me. And I, I you know, I confirm with God over and over again, God, if you want me to do this, you have to keep on giving me something to say, something to speak on. And he has given just that even more so even there are things that I have written down that I have yet to touch on. <laughs> so I thank God for the assignment. Uh, thank God that he uses me. So and also he ministered to me that Mondays are very tough coming off from a weekend. Um, you know, the words that we get on Sunday mornings when we attend church, you know, there still needs to be a push, you know, to be able to proceed for the rest of the week. So Mondays are that jump start. Um, so what I share here, it could be a confirmation. Um, it could be also, you know, just a push that will get you through the week. So as my hashtag said, let the healing begin. And I want to also uh, give thanks to my podcast audience. I do uh, upload this recording to my podcast as soon as I get off of here. And um, I'm appreciative, you know, uh, everyone can listen to anything that they want to listen to. And I'm glad I'm in one of the numbers for a lot of people, um, especially in different countries. And, and, you know, I'm so honored that someone is getting something out of what God has given me to say. So we're just going to just go ahead and go into this topic, the pain of disappointment. And this was weighing so heavily in my spirit um, about disappointment. I believe there are a lot of uh, disappointed people out there for various reasons. You know, things have not exactly been going the way we might have planned the last couple of years. It's been a rough couple of years for a lot of people. And, you know, so we might have had plans, especially with people or we expected things out of people and it may not have panned out how we wanted to go or the people failed and or we say that they failed, but really it's our fault and not discerning their purpose in our lives. So I'm not going to go deep into the blog. Y'all know how this go. How Emotion Mondays go is that um, I have a blog ready for you guys. I try. Listen, I'm really trying to be more disciplined in this season. Um, and try to get these blogs out earlier to you guys. Preferably, I would love to have these blogs out at least a day before. So you'd be able to uh, read it, compare it, maybe even have notes, maybe even have questions to ask come Monday. So um, here we are. And uh, like I said, the discipline, you know, just to talk a little candid <laughs> right now about discipline, you guys, um, I don't know if you follow my personal page, but um, what's under this turban is a low, 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 low haircut. And I couldn't really get it together 
didn't have time to make it look all razzle dazzle for you guys all curly curly but i do have a shortcut and i cut my hair um i believe as a i sincerely believe it's like a prophetic gesture of the transitioning and the things that god is doing you know and i just remember the day god just god said don't put that per perm in your head no more enough with the creamy crack <laughs> enough with the creepy crack no more perm you know like i'm coming into a season where i'm coming into my own i want to be all that god has made me to be including my hair so i kind of i had to start off fresh this isn't the first time i cut my hair i cut it before and that was out of trying to rid myself of some things you know i was in a depressive state when i did it the first time but this time i'm doing it to embrace what god has given me you know my natural hair i want to be all that god i mean down to my hair i want to be all that god has made me to be all right and you guys also you can catch it on my youtube i'm trying to do better with documenting um, bringing you guys a little closer into my life um, as I'm ministering to you. I just felt like, and God was ministering to me, that it makes sense that I show you even my journey in healing. You know, how is it looking like for me in this season? You know, and I'm loving the journey that I'm on in my healing journey and dealing with, you know, as I'm ministering to you guys, I'm dealing with my own you know, emotional being, emotional health. So I'm just glad to be on here ministering to you guys because the testimony is powerful. You know, I wouldn't be on here if I didn't have a testimony. <laughs> Actually, that's what pushed me on here is that I have a testimony. All right. So I'm just going to go ahead. I won't prolong it longer. I just want to just start to chat and just get those things out. But if you want to just take on and and partake in the journey please please subscribe to my youtube channel it's the psalms of my emotions ministries and what i have on there now is me actually sitting and you can see them cutting my hair and and you know speaking and ministering to that point and hey great transparency testify yes absolutely and also um me and my health journey you know what a lot of people don't know is that i was diagnosed with and i know what that is you know i was diagnosed with diabetes uh i guess the top of the year and i've been now i'm partaking in knowing how serious this health journey is how serious it is that i watch what i put in my mouth take care of my body you know if i'm gonna be this force in the kingdom like i said i want to be all that god wants me to be from my hair to my health i want to be equipped i want to be prepared all right and i did many i mean i did videos about preparation so anyways let's go ahead i won't prolong it longer the pain of disappointment uh there is pain and disappointment and definitely can be the root of our people issues how many of you know what really what what having disappointment means like being disappointed. We all know I'm a definition person, so we're gonna get into the definition too. Are we aware that we can afflict this pain on ourselves? And that was the thing that weighed heavy on me when um when God dropped this on my lap, you know, with the pain of disappointment and and saying that there's a lot of people suffering from disappointment, just as I had to deal with disappointment. And I'll go into that in my own personal testimony. Um, you know, it, it I, I'm just gonna go ahead and read. I'm not going, <laughs> but disappointment is definitely a problem in this season. Um, this right here is a huge topic to touch on and cover. When you look at the definition of disappointment, it means sadness or displeasure caused by the non-fulfillment of one's hopes or expectations. Let me read that again and, and break it down a little bit. Uh, the definition of disappointment, it means sadness or displeasure caused by the non-fulfillment of our hopes, our expectations. And our hopes and expectations can be toxic depending on how they were developed and how they were brought about. So it brings up the question of, do we have healthy expectations? 
in people? Do we have healthy hopes <laughs> for people? So let me just continue reading, y'all. Uh, the question brought up at this point is what are our hopes and our expectations for the people in our lives or even strangers? Yes, we can be disappointed in things that are not human, but most of the time the lingering, deeply emotional pain comes from what we expect out of people. How many of us have had an expectation for people and they really disappointed us to the point that it uh, kind of knocked us out of alignment, you know, on the path that God wanted us to go. It knocked us, it, it made us stop doing this, stop doing that. It really, really controlled our movement. You know, that's how deeply, you know, having um, these, these expectations and these hopes can move us. It can, it, it has the possibility of moving us out of an alignment you know, in the path of God and, and where he wants us to go. So to bring you all right into my testimony, one of the causes of my pain, along with rejection and abandonment, was disappointment. Now, when God had dropped this nugget <laughs> into, he just, I remember, okay, and I can, I don't know if I even told you guys this, um, this testimony. Um, one day, I, I mean, I think I told you guys where I was tired of people coming to me and telling me that I had to let go. Like you have to let go. Like even like strangers, people I didn't know would come to me up to me in services and whisper in my ear, let it go. And I'm like, let what go? <laughs> what do I have to let go? I'm, I'm thinking in my mind, I'm running um, a list in my head. Like I'm not dealing with the same people. I'm not in the same situations. What else am I required to let go of? And one night, and this is recently. So I'm continuing, you know, in my healing. It's like, it doesn't stop, but it's rewarding at the same time. But one night I went to bed um, and I was praying and I was just thanking God. I thank, I thank God for where he had me in my level of healing. I'm like, I'm, I'm thankful, God, that you have me in this point in my healing. Now, I didn't thank him for healing me all the way. I was thanking him for being with me in my path of healing. And after that, I heard a voice so loud say, now you're ready to let go. And, he, and then he said after that, let go of people that disappointed you. And I just started weeping and wailing in my bed. And I went down the list. I mean, from the rooter to the tutor, I went down the list of people. Even if I was let down a little bit, they were added in that list, you know, down from my mom, my dad to, you know, just everybody in my life, everybody, you know, from, uh, spiritual leaders from, you know, anybody that I felt had let me down. I let that go in that moment because I came to God in my, in my transparency, my nakedness. And he revealed to me, okay, now you're ready. Now you're ready to let it go. <laughs> and I've been dealing with this for years. Y'all don't understand. For five, for about five years, people were telling me to let it go. And I didn't know what it was, but I had to come to the real, realization of the, 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 the pressure I put on people. That God didn't assign them to do that. You know, God didn't assign them to be the hopes and expectations that I presented. And, and I'll just go ahead and, and read it too. They were responsible responsible to live up to that. You know, I didn't ask God what role were these people, what what role were there these people that they have in my life? Like, what what are they supposed to do? I assumed out of my hurt and pain what I needed them to be. Your pain can determine these hopes and expectations, and it will backfire on you. It will backfire you and it will hurt you deeply. 
So we have to ask God what the what the roles of these people are. And I might be reading more into my blog, but we have to ask God what these roles are. What do they look like? All right. So to bring you all right to my testimony, one of the causes of my pain along with rejection, abandoned was disappointment. When you are in pain, you expect the doctor to heal you, right? They are licensed to do so, and they should have the skill set and knowledge. I believe this is how we apply expectation to people in our lives. Like a mom or dad, for instance, depending on what your understanding of what parenting is and what you expect your parents to do in your life can set you up for a huge disappointment. I'm going to read that again. Depending on what you what your understanding of what parenting is and what you expect your parents to do in your life can set you up for a huge disappointment. What I do notice with this example is that your expectations are tested and evaluated when you are in need. If that makes any sense. Your depending to how they attend to that wound depends on if we feel like they upheld their their um they upheld what we put in our mind for them to be if that makes any sense i hope i'm not confusing or complicating anything but it's it's a it's a web you know it's it's a definitely a dangerous web you know to have you know we we don't know <clears throat> we come to somebody in our pain because we feel like the title that we put on them, let's say they, they they are the healer. You know, we feel like, okay, because you have that title, you should be able to heal me. And then when they don't, because of what we put on, the hopes and expectations we put on them, then we become disappointed and it causes a deep pain that some, some of us can't recover from. All right, and I'm gonna go, go deep into that. Um, you may need comfort, you may need love, affirmation, guidance, and due to our expectations, if these are not given, <clears throat> sorry, we get hurt. So you may need comfort, you may need love, affirmation, guidance, and due to our expectations, if these are not given, we get hurt. We then never resolve it and the pain deepens. We never resolve this. And the reason how I know we never resolve our disappointments with people is because we, we, we put the blame on them, but never evaluate why we even had those expectations in the first place. You know, we never evaluate ourselves. God always calls us to evaluate ourselves. <laughs> the Bible is pretty much like this big old mirror. You know, yes, you read about uh, you know, all, everybody in the Bible, you read about the disciples, Jesus, Abraham, Moses, you know, you, you read about these people in the Bible, but what you're ultimately supposed to do when reading the Bible is reflect, <laughs> evaluate yourself. That's what you're supposed to do with the Bible. So when we get hurt, we never reflect on why do we even allow ourselves to get hurt? We never say that. It's always the other person. It's always the expectations we have on them, the hopes we have on them. Some, and, and we could be honest, some of the hopes and expectations that we have on people are just not even humanly possible. All right? We're expecting them to carry a burden. <laughs> that only God can carry, that only God can do. So we have to be careful because we're so deeply hurt. You know, we then never resolve it and the pain deepens, becoming a compass to how we view others that need to be close to us. So then it's like, we don't resolve it and then the pain deepens. And then now this comes a compass with, how we evaluate others. Yep, unrealistic. We we can't carry it. That's it. 
And we don't, it's really kind of selfish if you think about it, you know, to be uh, disappointed in people because we get disappointed because we don't know the assignment that they have. We, like I said, it goes back to not asking God, what is their assignment in my life? We wanted them to be what we wanted them to be. And it's unrealistic. It's unrealistic. That's it. We can't, we can't, can't even carry it. Now, this is not only applicable for parents. This could be anyone that holds a title in your life. So I want you guys to think about in your life who holds any kind of title. It could be a friend. Um, like I said, it's parents, friend, pastors, leaders, sister, brother. You know, um, just because someone has the title doesn't mean <laughs> that they're able to deliver the hopes and expectations that you have for them. You know, and some like I said, you got to take them hopes and expectations to God. And I'll, you know, read that too. That's towards the end of this blog. So here is a perspective and exercise. Are we able to look past the title and evaluate others on an individual basis based on how life has made them? Listen, we all go through stuff and life kind of molds us into, into something, regardless of what title we have or what role we have. I'm going to read that again. Are we able to look past the title and evaluate others on an individual basis based on how life has made them? So that's an assignment and an exercise for you guys. The next time that you feel when somebody comes into your life and you know, you're going to God, first of all, go to God about them and, and, and just put that, keep that in your mind. I'm going to look past what they call themselves or who they are to me in, by blood. And I'm going to really evaluate individually, go to God to them, go to God for each one individually and see what God says about them. Regardless, sometimes we don't even look into that. Oh, well, that's my friend. We got so much stuff in common. But do you even go to God on behalf of your friend? Like, well, let me see what she needs. Let me see what kind of person she is before I put these expectations and these hopes on her or him. You know, before I even uh, give them a job <laughs> or anything, or, or before I even give them the bag to carry, Cause some of us got some heavy bags that we just need to get the guy anyway. Don't nobody need to hold them bags. <laughs> it's almost as it's almost as if we have made the titles an idol and it backfires on us because we have put them above God. In fact, God is the one that will never disappoint us. If we are disappointed in God, it is because we don't know who He truly is. Whatever we understood about him was obviously wrong. Can y'all imagine that having false expectations and hopes on God? And that's why some people, when they turn away from God, I believe it's because of that, that false expectations and false hope. And he didn't never say, he never said he was going to do whatever you said. He never said he was a genie. <laughs> He never said those things, but we expect God to be a genie. So we put it in that perspective that puts it in a, in a, in a deeper perspective. You know, we, because when God is not a genie to us, then we like, oh, well, God is not God. Could it be we misunderstood him? We don't know him. And that's why, you know, the Bible is there. You know, we need to pray and the Holy Spirit. And I mean, all of that comes into play, you know, and you go to God, he'll tell you who he is. He'll show you. And in fact, he is showing you, but we want to stick to our hopes and expectations and we keep getting let down. Now, like I said, you know, you got a problem if God lets you down. So if God lets you down, 
you're not gonna be satisfied with any anybody doing anything. <laughs> Let's see. Those who have false expectations of God shows they don't have a deep personal relationship with Him. Absolutely, that's a dead ringer right there. You know, I mean, it's scripture, and I'm gonna read a couple of scriptures where it says that. You know, about like God don't disappoint. That's a fact. The thing is, we don't we don't ask God. Okay, well, what do, what purpose do you have for me? What is the purpose in this whole thing? You know, he he's the Knowing who he is, the Alpha and Omega, he's bigger than this whole universe. Like nothing can contain him. And we telling him and he got it wrong. We our our, our <laughs> mentality is, is a little off. So looking closer in the definition of disappointment, I see nothing that points out blaming others. That's the thing about the definition of disappointment. I never seen that reading the definition that there is nothing that points out that is blaming others let me read the definition again um disappointment it means sadness or displeasure caused by the non-fulfillment of our hopes and expectations so does that mean that anyone did anything wrong no we we because of our expectation because of our hopes that we did not bring to god let me bring it further that we not, did not let God launder through <laughs> is why we get deeply hurt. I mean, butt hurt <laughs> over what people aren't, you know, if you, and, and it's like, if you know how God created people, you would, you wouldn't expect so much, you know, I don't even put stuff past people. There is nothing that I don't believe that people will won't do. I believe everyone is liable to do anything. Like I don't put it past, I don't care who you is, anyone. <laughs> you are liable to do the dirtiest of the dirtiest low down deeds. I put it past nobody, all right? So like I said, God is the only one that we could put, wait, no, I didn't say that. Uh, looking close in the definition of disappointment, I see nothing that points out blame in others. It is not others' responsibility to please us or live up to our expectations. Don't put that pressure on people to live up to what you expect from them. Don't, don't put that pressure on people. God is the only one that we could put that responsibility on. God is the only one that when we read his word, God you you said and you know that's why we always have to place the word into like especially when we pray or when we act like god in your word you said god you said because he has to honor what he said that's the only one that got to do what he said because <laughs> he created us he directs this so he's the one that has to uphold everybody else it's a possibility you might uphold to what you said, but I'm not going to be pained and hurt because you didn't, you didn't live up to what you said. I'm not, I take it as a, as a, a grain of salt, you know, it'd be, it would be wonderful if you did what you said, but I'm also not going to hold it against you either. I'm not going to build, you know, and this is a healed, a healing me. I'm not going to build a wall and be standoffish, you know, and protecting myself from people because all y'all do is disappoint me. All y'all do, <laughs> all y'all do is disappoint me. All everybody just, just don't do, just don't do right. No, no, no. That is what we did. That's your fault for not going to God and asking what is this person's pur purpose in my life? So I, I have some scriptures you know, that I thought would be good to add to this conversation. So Psalm 118.8, King James Version, it is better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in man. It is better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in man. Isaiah 2.22, stop trusting in mere humans who have put, who have but a breath in their nostrils. Why hold them in esteem? 
So when you know that they're like you and, and if you're honest and really true to yourself, you make mistakes, you mess up. So why put all of that burden and expectation on somebody else that you can't do? And I, I have that in my blog as well. Why hold people to such an esteem? You are going to hurt yourself, you know, putting that on people. Hebrews 13, 5. For God said, I will never fail you and I will never abandon you. This is his promise. This is his promise. He will never leave us or abandon. And we have to think sometimes, like I said, if you said that God ever left you, you don't know God. The only reason that we may find that distance is because probably something we did. We may be in sin. <laughs> we may not be seeking him like we should, like he's directing us. We're doing our own thing. We're doing our own agenda. We have our own motives. We have our own hope and expectations for our life. Sometimes we can disappoint ourselves. <laughs> Personally speaking, building up wall up a wall to protect yourself from others hurt or disappointed is emotionally. Listen, I'm gonna read that out loud so my podcast listeners can <laughs> hear that. Personally speaking, building up a wall to protect yourself from others hurting or disappointing you is emotionally stressful. Listen, I did it. I did exactly that, and it is stressful. It is stressful. And you miss out on some pretty cool people and some pretty cool experiences when you do that. Um, you always on edge. You know, you can't truly be happy because you always watching out for people. <laughs> you always giving somebody a side eye. You can't, and it, it, it withholds you from truly loving the way God demands us to love. You know, it really keeps us away from hope, from loving the way God wants us to love. We're supposed to love unconditionally, without conditions. And if the condition is, you disappointed me, and so everyone else going to disappoint me, how can you learn to love? And I mean, when you love unconditionally and learn to love that way, you get peace. You get a reward, you know, for loving unconditionally and tearing down those walls. You get such peace. Um, It doesn't interfere with your assignment and it doesn't interfere with your purpose. It, it, it's like you can do it freely because you, you have God's backing. And you and you withdrew that power from people to, to, to have. I mean, and that's another thing. Even with that, building up a wall to protect yourself. It's like you gave somebody else control. You know, you gave them control to, to, to hurt you and to not hurt you. You allow people, you allow people to hurt you. We have to take responsibility for that. You know, when we are hurt and it's a natural emotion. I'm not saying that you should never, you should feel bad for, for feeling that way, but you should feel bad for being irresponsible with that and not taking it to God so he can help you and guide you. Uh, Hebrews 13, five, for God has said, I will never fail you. I will never abandon you. Psalm 27, 10. Even if my father and mother abandon me, the Lord will hold me close. So this is a promise. This is stuff that we can hold on to. God will never abandon us and he will hold us close even when people leave us. Even when we're disappointed in people or something happened where they didn't live up to what, God will hold you close. He's close to the brokenhearted. That's another Psalm. I, I don't know exactly where. I can't think of it from memory, but he's close to the brokenhearted. And I hold that scripture to my heart. You know, he's if I'm broken harder, I feel broken. Oh, he's that means he's near. He's ready to 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 counsel me and help heal me through the you know through a up through a process. He may not do it then, but he'll definitely do it through a process. Shame on us for holding people at a higher esteem than we do God. Shame on us. 
for holding people at a higher esteem than we do God. It is our failure of appointing God in our lives that breeds such great pain. Ooh, y'all. I'm going to read that again. It is our failure of appointing God in our lives that breeds such great pain. Yes, I can share the scriptures. Um, the first one was Psalm 118 verse, or verse 8. The second was Isaiah 2 verse 22. The next one was Hebrews chapter 13, verse 5. And the other one, the last one was Psalm 27, verse 10. And you guys, if even if you miss it, you always catch the replay when I get off of here as well um, and write it all down. So listen, I'm going to tap that <laughs> again. <laughs> It is our failure of appointing God in our lives that breeds such great pain. If we really look at the pain in our lives, we can see that it's absent of, 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 of God. It's, it's a place that we didn't put him there. Like we filled that hole with something else. Thank you. <laughs> it is that hole that we had that we put it with, we, we replaced it with someone else. Instead of putting it, putting God there, we didn't even appoint God there first. We put people there first to heal us instead of letting God heal us. Oh, you're welcome. So let's see. I just lost my, okay. So what are the purposes of the people in our lives? Because people do have purpose, y'all. So I'm not here to put off and 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 just throw people away and saying, because, you know, that's a whole nother. That's how you know when other people are in pain as well, when they just want to throw everybody off the bus. They want to throw everybody off the island and want to be in on the island on their own. That's how you know when people are in pain, when they're trying to, when they disregard and just say, well, I don't need them and I don't need, you know, that's another wall that has been built up. There is a purpose of people to our lives. It's just that we have to do it in a healthy way. Um, so what are the purposes of people in our lives? The same purpose you have in others. <laughs> and that's something that you have to ask God. You know, you, you have purpose in people's lives and they have purpose too. So the same purpose you have in others. So to be the help. So the whole purpose is to be the help and vessel of God. It's very simple. They are to be the help and vessel of God. They are not to be God. They are to be the help and vessel of God. So that means God uses them. And you know, the whole thing, the, the discernment of, of if God using them or the devil brought them, you know, you, you have to bring all relationships and you know, whatever, whoever enters your life, you have to ask God, what is their purpose and not just go off of their title. And I'm not talking about church titles, I am talking about church titles too, but I'm talking about um, relational titles. Like I said, brother, sister, friend, best friend. You have to evaluate that and bring it before God. We all have tr our trials. We all have our issues and imperfections. It would be a crime to hold someone higher than what we are humanly able to do or give. So sometimes we have to be careful holding people to a higher standard than, than, than we are willing to do and give we want people to give 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 to us give us give us advice give us this but are you able to do it you know for other people if you're not able to do it for other people why would you expect someone else to so i pray that after reading this blog we have learned the true meaning of disappointment and how to heal from it we have to stop appointing people as god in our lives and then carry around a shield punishing others when they don't live up to where we put them. That's whoever had put that about holding, exhausting how it is holding that shield around that wall. And so that comes from appointing, you know, the our mistake of appointing God and our appointing someone to be God. Then you find out that they, they couldn't be. <laughs> 
And so now we got this wall. Um, so I'm going to read it again. We have to stop appointing people as God in our lives and then carry around a shield punish, punishing others when they don't live up to where we put them. You can punish people for what you're carrying, that wall you're carrying. You know, you're supposed to be, especially if you are, you know, you're upholding God. You're speaking about God, but you got this wall and this shield. Can't nobody see what what God put in you because you got this wall built up. So you're keeping people out, you know, and I'm speaking and then all of this that I'm speaking is things that I dealt with. All right. These are things that I dealt with. I've, I've carried and had a wall up for so long i wouldn't let nobody in and um with the giftings and stuff of my life it's natural that i am a um an introvert um sometimes if i if i go out and i'm with people a lot i have to retreat i have to to withdraw and that's not out of protection anymore it's more so so i can be re-energized you know in the spirit like i have to reflect i have to sit and let God minister to me. And because sometimes I could pick up stuff and I'm really sensitive. I could pick up stuff and it could drain me, you know, sometimes because, you know, prayer doesn't have to have a look like I could stare somebody right in their face and I'm praying for them. You know, it's just that a lot of things are exhausting, you know, when you're dealing with people and especially when you're, uh, you're gifted and he gives you things and you're going in prayer and all of that stuff. It's like, you know, so I retreat now for for energy <laughs> so for God to um, refill me. I have to go back into that secret place, you know. So um, it takes courage to allow people to help you in the extent of the role that God has given people to play in your life. So it does take courage to allow people into your life. You know, because, and that's why you have to go to God and ask them like, okay, who is this? Who sent you? What's going on? (laughs) But even if you don't know all the way, you have to believe and trust that God protects you, you know, and, and, and that he protects you. And that, like I said, becoming hurt, you have to take responsibility in that. You have to take responsibility in that and why you're hurt. Sometimes, like I said, it's our fault. Why we get so hurt? Because God probably may have told us and not necessarily anything wrong, but you might say, yes, that person be a great aspect in your life, but they're dealing with this and this and this and that. So then that's where you come in and be and help them in that situation while they help you with with another situation. (laughs) So if you are not sure the reason of why a person is in your life, First, assess your hopes and expectations with God. Take those hopes and expectations to God to see, you know, are these healthy expectations? Should I even assess people with these (laughs) expectations that I have? Um, And then allow God to show you if your requests are reasonable and ask him, where are they coming from? Like these, these requests coming from somewhere. These hopes and expectations come from somewhere, even if it's a TV show like I have in my book, you know, shameless plug. <laughs> I have in my book, you know, I'm, I'm just going to do it now. Here it goes. The sounds of my emotions. You get on Amazon. <laughs> I have in my book where, you know, my whole thing of, yep, they may be your assignment. Absolutely. I have this whole thing in my book where my uh, interpretation of how family should be was the Cosby show. You know, just seemed like seemed like they have it all together, even though they had their little issues. But there was always that support and the, the love and it was always somebody there. And even if you didn't want to talk, somebody was able to to sit down with you and talk stuff out, teach you lessons. Someone was always there <laughs> and present. You know, so my expectations came from a TV show, you know, as far as parenting goes. So then when it didn't line up to that, then, you know, it became kind of disappointing. You know, but that was my fault. You know, did God t- tell me? And I mean, I was young. I was a kid. But did God ever tell me? 
to compare, you know, my my parents or whatever to the Cosby show. Like, who said that's how that was supposed to go? You know. <laughs> um, so where are they coming from? Are they coming from a place of existing pain and hurt and prior disappointments? Once you have assessed what you are needing and where it stems from, got from, wait, once you have assessed what you are needing and where it stems from, God will then bring clarity so that you won't fall into the trap of putting only God can do it request or expectations on people. I'm going to read that again. Once you have assessed what you are needing and where it stems from, God will then bring clarity so that you won't fall into the trap of putting only God can do it request or expectations on people. So that is the blog, you know, and I think that's the whole point, you know, that I was trying to make about disappointments. You know, the whole thing is that, you know, you're putting people in Jesus shoes. You're putting people in Jesus shoes. You're expecting people to do what only Jesus does, you know, what only God provides. And I really, truly think that's because, I mean, people, I mean, like I said, if you are really, truly real and evaluate yourself you know your imperfections you know your you know what i mean and come to a resolve of how imperfect you are you won't be ex expecting perfection from other people and be okay with you know hey i make mistakes yes i have quirks no i don't do this right no i don't you know you have to come to that resolve with yourself and then you will expect something different from people and not expect them to do what God can do to heal you. People don't heal you. <laughs> let me let me say that again. People don't heal you. They, they can only be a conduit and a vessel of God. That healing comes from God through, you know, a person. But we are not humanly able. Flesh cannot heal flesh. Flesh cannot heal your soul. I should say it like that. Flesh cannot heal your spirit. So that's sometimes what we expect from people. You know, we expect their flesh to, to, to heal us in supernatural ways. And it's not even supernatural in the first place. So, <laughs> but that's all that I have tonight, guys. So I, I pray that you got something out of this blog. I pray that it was insightful. Um, I'm thankful for those that shared. I'm pretty sure that was Jaquia. Because <laughs> I hate how this says Facebook user on this end. I can't see who commented. So if I haven't addressed you by name, it's because I, I couldn't see it because you have to register and do all kinds of crazy stuff. I wish they would fix it. But thank you guys for tuning in and let me go ahead and do these... Um, little banners that i do every time i'm on so um subscribe to my youtube channel the psalms of my emotions ministries and you guys i'm really being really 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 proactive and putting more videos on there um like i said going through my health journey going through my hair journey it's not a hair tutorial i'm not gonna be <laughs> telling you what pro i mean products i'll show you what products i may use but i'm not gonna go through that how to do a twisty and all of that stuff it's, it's a different perspective it's a spiritual perspective you know really with my hair and how i'm adjusting and and the health it's a spiritual uh perspective so i'm not gonna go through what exercise i do you know um what i do exercise wise it's pretty boring so, you know, I get on a treadmill, I might put on a, a dancing video. So, but, you know, and, and you click on the bell button when you get there. So you get notification too, because sometimes I'll just post at random times. I don't have a schedule either. So you can also follow me on Instagram. That's mostly where I put a lot of quotes and everything. And you can watch my stories and you can see more insight, you know, what I do, you know, in my life. So that's Relinda C. McCoy. Um... And then I have Rolinda McCoy at pfme.com. If you want to email me, people might have questions, requests, whatever. You know, you can email me. Um, also, subscribe to the podcast that I am taping for now. 
you know, like I said, this is another uh, platform where I pop on and do thoughts of the days. This is usually where my thoughts of the days are at. And they're usually under 20 minutes. Um, I'm getting good, really good feedback off of, um, you know, watching, especially from other countries. So I'm thankful. I thank God, you know, um, I see Taiwan is watching a lot. <laughs> so I'm thankful for them. Hey, Taiwan, <laughs> I appreciate you. Um, and also you could purchase my book. I showed it earlier and I said I will push this book forever. It has blessed people in their spiritual walk. I'll let them have a different perspective. So it's just not about me. You know, this is my story, my testimony, but how many of you know, as in the word says, you know, we overcome the uh we overcome the enemy by the blood of the lamb. We overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. So full of testimony, full of insight, full of wisdom, and it has poems in there. Um, and also, which this isn't my last book. This is just my first baby. So I'm working on a couple more babies. So, you know, stay tuned for that. So that is it, guys. I thank you for tuning in. Let me see if somebody said it was. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I, like I said, I just hope it just helps someone. I'm just being obedient. I'm being an obedient servant. All right. So I thank you guys for tuning in and I will see you again next Monday. All righty. Have a good night.